The Florida Panthers will be wrapping up their five-game road trip tonight in Winnipeg, Manitoba. But before we talk about that in the last segment, we are going to talk about a few things bigger than hockey. But also, we are going to talk about an old friend of the Florida Panthers who will be having a record-setting night tonight for his new team. We'll talk about that more on this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Your first listen of the day. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Tuesday, January 25th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also follow the national show Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. They'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. But I want to start today's show off with something that's bigger than hockey and that is the two incidents that happened in the minor leagues and the the AHL they put out they put out a statement they made a statement in suspending Christoph Harabic for 30 games for a racial gesture as my alarm goes off for to wake up because usually I wake up at 6 a.m., but I woke up a little earlier to uh, record this podcast, so a little idea of when I record the show. Sorry about that, guys. But they, uh, the AHL suspended uh, Christoph Harabic for 30 games in in the AHL, made a statement. Wasn't really – there was no video of what the gesture was that was made, but apparently it was made of a monkey gesture towards Boko Imama. And the fact that they made a statement in suspending Harabic for 30 games just goes to show that as we go on and as times go on, Hockey in general, even though there's still systemic issues with the game w- uh, regarding race, is starting to put out statements there that they are this isn't tolerable, that you are not going to get away with what Harabic reportedly did. And the, the, they, there was reports of it being true of what Harabic did, even though there was no video. At, at the time, still haven't seen any any video of that specific incident. But at the same time, I think that the gesture is something that should be brought to light so that we can be informed of what happened and what is acceptable and not acceptable i mean if anyone has the video of that specific incident specifically uh send it my way so i can see it if i haven't because i haven't and all i saw was the statement but 30 games is is a is a big statement and just saying no this isn't going to be tolerated and 
that that we as a society need to be better. And the very next day in the ECHL, Jacob Panetta on the little brother of P.K. Subban, Jordan Subban, this was where there was a video of Jacob Panetta doing a what he called a tough guy pose, but it was perceived as a monkey uh, pose towards Jordan Subban and heard his apology and ignorance of that gesture, regardless of whether he meant it as a monkey gesture or not, is a good way for Panetta to educate himself on saying, hey, this is something that I should not be doing. And the the Iceman of uh, the, the team that Panetta is a part of, they officially released him after that incident. And the apology seems remorseful. Uh, I, I will say it was about a three-minute long apology about based on the 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 scrum and after getting in uh jordan suban's face it seemed a little remorseful but at the same time ignorance does not excuse the action and i hope that christoph harabic and Jay, jacob panetta do learn their fair share of lessons after their fair share of incidents in the lower the lower levels of hockey and it this is just a range of issues continuing to happen in not just hockey, but in sports about when you just get into a scuffle with an opponent or a person of color, you're a person's first instinct in their heart is to attack them uh, based on this color of their skin. And something that me personally, that I will never be able to feel because I'm not a person of color. So to put myself in, someone's position is really hard for me to do because I don't I don't live through that every day of my existence versus somebody that does and has to go through it every single day and have to go through the trials and tribulations and the and the hurdles to get through all those obstacles and we as a society just need to be educated on what's acceptable to say and what isn't acceptable to say regardless of intent and for for Harabic and Panetta I hope for them that this will make them better people after this situation and that is those are things that will never ever happen again it, it's probably going to happen again because remember this this is a systemic issue um in the game that that's been going on for forever and we had an incident earlier this year where we talked about it in the ukrainian hockey league where someone uh did the banana peel and ate ate a banana uh impersonating after a scuffle in the ukrainian hockey league and the suspension was very very light i believe it was a 10 game suspension and wasn't enough but 30 games seems to uh be a stepping stone for saying you're going to do this this will not be tolerated so you better uh better not uh go down this path of uh belittling someone just a human being that's really what it comes down to belittling 
and degrading a human being and that's really what it comes down to let's let's just be better human beings please for 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 the love of god please and just let's be better all right so after all all that and and more we're going to transition over to talking about a former florida panther who will be setting a record tonight for his new team but first i want to tell you all about bet online and bet online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march towards the playoffs and beyond bet online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022 new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, transitioning over to talking about a former Florida Panther who will be setting a record tonight is Keith Yandel, a former Florida Panther uh, defenseman. Uh, and originally, the Florida Panthers did sign him to a seven-year deal in the 2016 offseason heading to the just after the Florida Panthers made it to the playoffs where they eventually lost to the New York Islanders. They signed uh, Keith Yando to that seven-year deal, Dale Talon signing. Um, and the defenseman hadn't missed a game since March of 2009. So impressive. I, and, and let's think about the sport of hockey as well. Uh, a sport that is very physical. You're getting hit from the back. You're getting hit from the side. Your head hits the board. Uh, you're, you're getting pucks to the mouth you're getting possibly a skate to the hip like Patrick Hornquist did this season or the leg. And Keith Yandel still was, has been able throughout all of this, keep his Ironman streak alive. Let's also not forget that Keith Yandel also had to get op his jaw operated after a hit and still did not miss a game. His, his Ironman streak was uh, that, important to him and of course when you're going for something historic breaking doug jarvis's record of 964 straight games that is something to really to really treasure and to covet and happy for keith yandel that he's been able to keep this streak alive and also happy for the florida panthers that the florida panthers were able to move on from the, the contract given to him, buying out the last two years of the deal. Keith Yando going to a new environment, even though the Philadelphia Flyers have had a pair of 10-game losing streaks and are not making the playoffs. The Philadelphia Flyers said that they were going to allow Keith Yando to continue their streak. The Florida Panthers, in the long run, have are in a better situation there. They don't have to stick Keith Yando in the third and final pairing of defensemen just for the sake of a streak. And that is something that I beat the dead horse on last year on Unlocked on Panthers when Keith Yandel was here, that the only reason why he's still playing is that damn streak. And it, it was frustrating at times. It was uh, it was not the easiest to uh, go through and deal with, but the Florida Panthers and the 
and the defenseman Keith Yandel, they were able to go their separate ways and to and for Keith Yandel, who is one game away, who the Philadelphia Flyers play tonight. They played last night, where which tied the the streak. So tonight's game for the Flyers, they will be they will be facing off against the New York Islanders on the road at UBS Arena tonight at 7:30, which be, because the Florida Panthers play at 8 p.m. against Winnipeg, I, I guess I'll I guess I'll tune into that one right before uh, the Florida Panthers uh, face off against the Winnipeg Jets. And also, let's not let's remember something that Coach Quenville wanted to originally scratch Keith Yandel in Game One of the 2021 season, but the Florida Panthers players stood by him and said, "No, this we are not going to allow our friend." And let's let's uh let's take a moment that even though we had our frustrations with Keith Yandel during his time here, that we can't deny how much of a great teammate Keith Yandel is, and how much how and how supportive he is of his players, and how much and that he was always there for his his teammates, and that is one thing that you never heard a complaint about from any Florida Panthers player you, you you hear you hear around the NHL about like bad teammates about and Brandon Lemieux is uh has a big reputation of of being a bad teammate <laughs> I mean that that that's also according to Brady Kachuk of the Ottawa Senators but that but that's been talked about around the league it's not just Brady Kachuk but the uh, the Keith Yando you never you never hear a bad thing about him as a person and that that the Florida Panthers players came to his defense, um, literally, n- not literally, excuse me, but they uh, they they wanted to stand up for their teammate and just say, hey, this uh, this is a this is a streak that we might never see again. And there's pl- players right behind them. I mean, Patrick Marlowe's not playing right now, but he has an Ironman streak currently going, and that is still intact if a team were to sign him. And also Phil Kessel of the Arizona Coyotes is just 20-something games right behind Keith Yandel as well. So that is that for the Florida Panthers players was enough of a reason to, to come to his defense and say hey no we are not going to allow you coach quenville to do this and to to hold hold our friend uh back from breaking this record and it's it's crazy because uh also andrew cogliano uh, of the dallas stars he was supposed to he was on his way to his own ironman streak but a suspension happened as well for him breaking that streak. And you also think about COVID-19 and all that and how COVID-19 has scratched players. um, Well, not scratch players, but like have them put on the COVID list and them not being able to play. And Keith Yandel has survived that as well. That's, that's, that's crazy how a good 75% of the league has been in COVID protocol throughout the last few years. And, Keith Yandel is still standing based on all of that. And it's it's just insane how he's been able to 
to still play throughout all of that and not go on the COVID list and miss any games. And I hope I'm not jinxing it by by saying that. And then after he breaks the streak or before he breaks the streak, he gets placed on the COVID list because there's still a game to be played tonight. And he still is has to be filled out a lineup spot for him and the Philadelphia Flyers. And I was a little happy for Keith Yandel in that first game of the season against the Chicago Blackhawks after all the all the behind the scenes that kind of got leaked out in into the public a little bit that he was able to score a goal. And I went back to that goal in in early in mid-January of last year's. It was the second goal of the game. Uh, he originally had a shot attempt on Colin Delia and Jonathan Huberto also gets a shot. And then uh, Keith Yandel from, from the board shoots it while Colin Delia is out of the net and gets it through. And it, it was just a, a good moment for him. But there weren't also a lot of uh, good moments uh, after that. So sometimes a lot of the bad sticks out more than the good for Keith Yandel. Uh, based on the turnovers, especially on the power play, and get it, and the puck not staying in the zone, but there, there is a lot of there, there. I can be, I can be thankful for Keith Yandel's time uh, with the Florida Panthers that he brought a lot of community and a bit of brotherhood in that locker room that those players um, really looked up to him, and that the fact that he was able to be that leader on the power play even though sometimes we got a little frustrated. Finished his Florida Panthers tenure with 25 goals and 201 assists during his time and made an all-star team too. So uh, so congrats to Keith Yandel once again for breaking the Ironman streak for most consecutive games played without a miss. We've seen streaks in baseball like Cal Ripken Jr. over 2,000 games in football brett Favre over 200 games so uh we we've been a little spoiled seeing some uh streaks happening in the last uh 30 years uh, in, in in professional sports so i don't know when the next streak will happen in any of the four major sports but it's uh it's great to see that a lot of us got to witness some streaks being broken and some records being broken as far as durability and it's all about durability in, in, a, in a contact sport Let, let's not forget that but we're going to transition over to the next segment in the next segment we're going to talk more about tonight's game between the florida panthers and the winnipeg jets so we're going to take a little break and we're going to come back here on locked on panthers to discuss and to break down and to preview, excuse me, this game for the Florida Panthers against the Winnipeg Jets, the Florida Panthers come into this game with a 28-9-5 record. And the Cats, the 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 Sunday, the Sunday game against the Seattle Kraken, that was the, one of the few times that them at even strength let them down, where they score power play. Don't allow a power play goal, but a lot of the odd man rushes um, on the other end just cost them the game. And a little bit of the of just not getting back uh, against Seattle really, really hurt them in, in, in that game and prevented the Panthers from going into this game already over 500 
on the road trip. But right now, the Florida Panthers have four points out of eight, an opportunity to get six out of ten in this one. And the special teams, though, hasn't been atrocious as far as as power play. Power play is five of 13, like just under 40% on this road trip. So that is an encouraging sign for this Florida Panthers team. The penalty kill, it's going to be a little better um, on this one. The Florida Panthers on this road trip are 11 of 14 in in, in this one. A lot. uh, And the, the game against Calgary was really the, the game where they really allowed the most power play goals in, in, in that one. So that was really the, tone setter on the penalty kill for the Panthers on on this trip. But for the Winnipeg Jets, they are middle of the pack in in the central in the central division, 17, 14, and 7. Uh, have one of the best goaltenders in the NHL in Connor Hellebuck. And if the the NHL were going to go to the Olympics, I, I think that Connor Hellebuck would definitely have been uh, the starter for Team USA as as they would have made their way to the Olymp- the Olympics, but that's not happening this year for the NHL nor the Winnipeg Jets uh, goalie. So the Jets, one thing that sticks out to me for for them is their penalty kill. Their penalty kill is one of the worst in the NHL. They're ranked 30th uh, in, in that category. They are at 73.2% on, on the kill. Power play is just around the same as the Panthers. They're ranked 15th while the Florida Panthers are ranked 12th. So those power let's let let's go back to those numbers on the trip so far for the power play. Five of thirteen for the Panthers. So those numbers are getting a little better where the league averages is getting them closer to the top 10. So a few weeks ago they were in the low teens. So now it's starting to get it. It's it's starting to get rolling for the Panthers. Uh, goals for uh, for the Winnipeg Jets two point eight nine goals against sixteenth in in the NHL and they and this is and they have a and this is with having their starting goalie whose save percentage is nine thirteen and a goals against average of two point eight. So Connor uh, Connor Hellebuck is really doing really all he can um, for a defense that's hasn't really helped him out. And he has two shutouts himself. Their uh, leading score is uh, Kyle Connor. Um, he leads them in both goals and assists, a total of 41 points. The next closest in points is Pierre-Luc Dubois, someone who a lot are familiar with him being in the Eastern Conference um, just last year, dogged the shift, uh, when during his time with the Columbus Blue Jackets and then got traded shortly after for Patrick Line, someone in his same draft class. And Pierre-Luc Dubois is having a better season uh, this year than what he did last year in Winnipeg. Of course, when you're going to a new environment, you're going into a a new system. You're trying to get used to the system there as well. So, and... The the Jets are also going through a uh, tra- transition where their coach resigned in the middle of the season, and because he was thinking that the that was the best that he could do with that with that group, um, 
So he he thought that it was it was time for him to to go. So now the new coach of the Winnipeg Jets who replaced Paul Maurice is former Florida Panther Dave Lowry. So D- Dave Lowry is taking the reins of the the head coaching position out in Winnipeg. So the there there's quite a few former uh, former Panther F- Florida Panther players who are coaches in the NHL. You think of uh Dave Lowry with the Winnipeg Jets and you also think of uh, Dallas Eakins for the Anaheim Ducks. So that's a that's one. And they were part also part of the controversy with the whole Kyle Beach situation. Their GM Kevin Chevaldeoff uh was one of the one of the few people who kept their jobs after everything that had happened. Uh and Gary Bettman and the NHL office um determined that Shovel Dayoff uh did not have enough power to make a decision because he was the assistant GM at the time under Stan Bowman. And personally, if Coach Q was was led to resign, I thought Shovel Dayoff should have as well. But of course, that is up to the commissioner and that is up to the Winnipeg Jets whether they uh should uh make a move but this uh the the winnipeg jets uh they 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 are known to have a very patient ownership group with their gm and coaches but paul maurice uh thought that he got he got the best of what he could do with the group and that he himself thought that this group needed a new voice but the the run that or lack thereof that Winnipeg is on currently is not good. They've, they only have one point, excuse, excuse me, two points in their last four games. Of course, they're a Canadian team. So they've had their fair share of COVID uh, pauses slash postponements uh, throughout all of this. Um, and they've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine postponements, um, for, for their games. I'm looking at February and their schedule. So they've had them along with the six others have had a tough time trying to get a rhythm going with trying to play a few games and to try to get a few wins under their belt. But a lot of the pauses, like, I, I know I know they're hockey players. I know they're supposed to come to the ring, but it's such a tough job for any hockey team to play some games and then being told that you have to go go back home and not play some games and then that that throws your rhythm off. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's a lot of part of that might be the reason why Winnipeg has struggled to gain some sort of rhythm. But for the Florida Panthers, the the key for me in this one is to get it going on special teams once again the the Florida Panthers on this trip they're hot on the power play right now so get 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 back on the man advantage and and just try to find a way to to score against this struggling uh penalty killing team that the Winnipeg Jets have once again they are 30th out of 32 in the NHL in in the pk so you you get the man advantage you then your chances are really good of coming out with a win so tomorrow on locked on panthers we're going to break down this uh game between the florida panthers and the winnipeg jets before the florida panthers return home against the 
the Vegas Golden Knights, with which they will not have Jack Eichel uh, for this one. So the Florida Panthers will be uh, dodging a bullet when they uh, return home, and then they welcome in the San Jose Sharks before a quick two-game road trip to to wrap up the the pre quote-unquote Olympic break that they were supposed to have. Uh, so that so it'll be very important for the Florida Panthers to to get those two points and then wrap up this road trip uh at six out of ten and that's an encouraging sign for the florida panthers because that'll mean another over 500 road trip they did it last time uh in that quick two game road trip with uh dallas and carolina can they do it again over 500 that's the goal so if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the locked on florida panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Lockdown Bets, your one-stop shop for all things betting. Lockdown Bets, hosted by Boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, so subscribe to Locked On Bets on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.